This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Kay from Unleash. Thank you for uh, tuning in today. There's a couple of things I'd like to talk about. Uh, it's January, and January is National Train Your Dog Month. Now, many of us have our dogs trained already, but sometimes they need a refresher. Sometimes they've gotten lazy, or should I say, we have gotten lazy. So that might be something that you might want to do, especially if you are one of the millions of people who do take their dog to the dog park. You know, there's all different types of socializing going on there, and I think the most important thing, you know, when you do take your dog, to train them to stop, stay, I like to use the word settle, which would mean the dog would immediately sit down till you got to the dog or till you could get the dog to come to you. Because, you know, if there's a, a pack, let's say, of a bunch of dogs having fun, you don't want any kind of problem. So just go over all the commands, you know, sit, stay, no, off, come. And like I like to say, settle. So you could celebrate that. It's all all the full month of January. But of course, anytime you have a dog and you want to uh, add something to their uh, training or maybe the way they get into a vehicle and the way you, you know, attach them to uh, the car seat or, or I guess uh, a lot of people use some kind of a harness for the dog. So, you know, that's just something to think about. But mostly today, I would like to talk about seniors adopting seniors. There are so many beautiful, wonderful, even full breeds in with rescue and in the shelters today. And when you rescue a dog, you save two lives. You save the dog that you rescued and one that now could come into the shelter. Maybe three lives because <laughs> your life is so much more enriched when you have a pet, whether it's a cat, it's a dog, it's a bird, it's a bunny. You know, I've never lived without a pet. My parents had a dog a year before I was born. I've always had animals. I don't think I've, I don't think I could live in a house without an animal. I might walk differently. You know, you notice how we walk different, especially, you know, I have cats right now. You got to walk different when you have a cat. You know, you got to. So I notice that when I go away for a day or two out of friends, I'm still doing that cat kind of walk, you know, where you kind of avoid them. It used to be, you know, when I get up in the morning and I go to feed my cats, I was in the lead because I'm the alpha. Now they're in the lead or they try to be in the lead. And they look back. And that's where things get dicey and I don't want to trip on them. And so we're going to talk about seniors adopting senior dogs or cats. And, you know, you could get any animal at the shelter, you know. But they're just some heads up for seniors. You know, you have to keep in mind the size. I mean, I was brought up with big dogs. I love, you know, large dogs, but I wouldn't get a large dog now. I'd get a medium-sized dog, no more than 50 pounds, because if you ever have to lift it, that could be a problem. And the way life is today, you know, I'm not as agile as I might have been at 18 or 19. I'm not a senior senior, you know, like I'm not like 70, 80, or 90, but I have friends that they go to a shelter and they ask for the oldest dog there who's been there the longest. 
it's heartbreaking if you only have them, you know, a few years, but just the joy that you will get from them. And certainly, if you're a senior in that type of age group, losing a dog, although very painful, when you might have lost siblings or a spouse, but the joy that you will give that dog or that cat for the last days of their lives, to me, says says it all. And today, I've been reading, I wanted to do some research on this, there's a lot of assisted living facilities that allow pets. Some started off small with a resident dog that would come and visit, you know, um, the residents, because assisted living doesn't necessarily mean you're bedridden, but, you know, they have living conditions where you go in because, you know, you don't want the house anymore and all of that nonsense, and you just want to have a place where you could be cared for and watched over, and then it maybe gradually goes. But so they had, you know, a lot of test centers or facilities where they had like a resident dog and he would, you know, they would sit on the lap and it would, it would give them joy. And now from what I'm reading, a lot of assisted living facilities are allowing their residents to bring dogs. 20, 25 pounds. Of course, you know, you have to keep in mind, are you able to care for the dog? Some of them have facilities there where they can help you with the dog. You know, you want to be able to groom the dog which means brushing, not just bathing them and taking them to a groomer. And you have to be able to walk them. You know, it's not like you're letting them out. And the walking, look what people get out of walking. I just started walking again after being bad for a while, and I'm just loving it. I walk minimum of two miles a day, the most uh, four miles, because, you know, wherever you walk, you have to walk back. But it's wonderful. And here, if I had a dog... Besides that, I'd want to, you know, bring a dog to a dog park. But you meet people because, you know, somebody will say, oh, isn't that cute? And, you know, are they talking about me? Are they talking about the dog? So you meet people and it gets the people out. It gets you moving. You know, there was a story years ago that a man was so overweight, his doctor said, if you want to live, get a dog and walk him. And he walked him and he walked him and he lost weight. Now he's on, I think, he's either second or third dog for that. So there's so many different, you know, aspects to having a pet besides blood pressure. And, you know, they say if you pet a cat, your pressure goes down and just have somebody love you and, you know, want to be with you. You know, there's different kinds of dogs that are just perfect for that. I heard and read that Boston Terriers were really bred to be companion dogs, which I certainly didn't know, and they're just very happy sitting at the feet of their owner or being around their owner. Little dogs, pugs, Pomeranians, toy poodles. I grew up with a, you know, a standard poodle. They're brilliant dogs, but everybody's got the best dog and nobody's wrong. So it's what you particularly like. They say Cocker Spaniels. They say Beagles. I like Schnauzers, but I heard that they bark. So that might not be a good mix in a assisted living type of situation where you could uh, bother your neighbors unless they had hard they were hard of hearing and then who cares but you know the temperament and the care and and just the socialization would be so great for anybody whether they're in their 60s or their 70s or their 80s and I think it's just wonderful I mean we see what it does when people bring comfort dogs into schools or into hospitals. I see, you know, they bring them even into um, where chemotherapy suites. 
instead of sitting there for eight hours with your mind running crazy thoughts, wouldn't it be nice to have a nice dog licking you and you could pet the dog? I mean, they bring us comfort, animals, whether you need comfort or not. They bring us so many different things. And I think everybody should have two dogs, but we're talking seniors now, so one is fine. So we'll be right back and we'll continue our conversation after this break. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Liquor Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Liquor Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Liquor Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, everybody. We're back, and we're talking about seniors adopting senior pets. And um, it's really perfect if you were to go to a shelter, which I know is hard to do, but if you went to a shelter, you know, they're the perfect applicants because all shelters want people who don't work. They want you to stay home with the pet, and a lot of them do home visits, which would be fine, because there are a lot of seniors who, you know, adopt pets and still live in their home. And a few people I know decided when their dogs got older, like in the teens, where, you know, anything could happen. And by the way, one thing I didn't know is that smaller dogs actually live longer than bigger dogs, larger dogs. I mean, my uh, collie was 13 and my poodle was 15. So, you know, but that was then and this is now and... I think a lot of stuff in the environment, you know, they walk on grass, they eat grass, who knows. But that's something to think about. But when you go to a shelter, these older dogs, if they've certainly if they've been owner surrendered, which, you know, you know, everybody's got a reason or an excuse, but I just couldn't do it. But they're basically maybe already trained. They have experience. They've been in a home before. You know, unless they're a street dog that, and there are those that are picked up wild dogs that are living in the street that have been abandoned. But I just think it's well worth it. It's just well worth it. And I find a few of my friends, when their dogs got older, they went out and they got another dog. So that dog would, number one, be company for the dog they had. So, you know, now we're really like, now we're really like spreading the wealth. Not only are they company for us, but we need company for our dogs because some dogs get bored. But they could also learn for their, from that dog. So if, you know, you wanted to get a dog that wasn't trained and brought him home and he sees the dog that you already have, to me it's a win-win situation for everybody. And, you know, in Florida, they uh, decided to get rid of the dog racing. And there's 30,000 of those greyhounds going to be up for grabs, you know, the ones that, that could be adopted. I have a friend who that's the only dog she ever had. And, and, and you could even have two of them because they're really couch potatoes. 
unless the door is open and you don't have a fence or you don't have something because they will run forever. But they are wonderful, sweet, loving dogs. I'm talking, you know, for seniors who are still in their home and have a backyard and it would be fenced. I'm not talking for any kind of a facility. But, you know, you just would have to see, and especially if you're experienced with pets, you would know the kind of temperament that you'd be looking for. I mean, there's just so many different chihuahuas are really fun dogs. They're cute as could be. You know, Pomeranians, I mean, they're just shih tzus. I mean, they say beagles. I always thought beagles were nippers, but that could have just been my personality. They are cute, though. They really are cute, you know. But, you know, when you go to a shelter, you know, it's like walking into a jewelry store and somebody says you could have any kind of necklace, any kind of ring, any kind of bracelet. And it's just if the dog and you bond, and if you look into those sweet little puppy dog eyes, because that's one thing about our pets, they always have that look. So um, I have never gone to a shelter to adopt a dog. I'm, I'll be honest. It, that would be something very difficult for me to do. But I have used rescues. There's a lot of rescue organizations out there that they have the dogs already fostered. So, you know, it would be a really wonderful thing to to adopt a senior for a senior, no matter what age you are. Everybody should have a pet, unless they're deathly allergic or they're not allowed to have pets in wherever they're living. I mean, there's some apartments, there's some neighborhoods, and they have bans on certain kind of dogs. And I'm in the process of getting closer to getting a dog again. I have two cats. I have Daniel Boone and Cheyenne. Daniel Boone is a Maine Coon who's very much like a dog. He's actually the sweetest, I say it all the time, the sweetest animal I have ever had. But I would like a medium-sized dog, and I don't mind getting a senior dog. Dogs give us the greatest days of their lives and one of the saddest, but it's well worth it. It's like, you know, it hurts to be in love, and I'd rather be in love than never have been in love. That's the same way when you have a pet. We'll be right back after this break. Okay, time to call off the dogs. We'll be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back and we're talking about seniors adopting senior pets and the benefits. And one of the best benefits, besides the exercise, besides, you know, 
you know, waking up in the morning and have that wonderful pet there for you and the socialization and being able to go out, walk the dog and meet new people and get involved. And they even have agility at some of these dog parks. Nobody's asking us to run through the hoops, but there's like a whole club of people who take their dogs to these dog parks that have agility, and there's some wonderful things that you could do with your dog when you meet other people. So some of the seniors who aren't yet in a facility but live at home and the kids are gone and the spouse is gone and maybe they lost a pet and they've been thinking about getting a pet and maybe they didn't want to get a pet because they were going to travel, and they do decide It's a wonderful thing to get them to bond with other people who have dogs and get them out of the house and walk and take them to the, you know, when you go to the dog park with a cup of coffee, of course, you have to sit there and you have to watch your animal. That is the responsible thing to do. But you're also with other animal lovers. So you want to be in a club where you have the same interest. So I think it's a wonderful thing to think about. Even if, you know, a lot of people, when they lose a pet, no, no, I'm not going to get another pet. I can't handle it. But, you know, in honor of the pet that you lost, how beautiful it would be to bring another pet into the house and give them the best days for the rest of their life. Because I think you'll both live longer. Well, that's it for this week. And once again, refresh or retrain. And it's National Train Your Dog Month. Seniors to Adopt Seniors. And remember to live life unleashed. I want to thank Mark and everybody who listens. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.